Thanks, Jeff. Police in Hong Kong moved in on anti-government protesters occupying a college campus Sunday after the demonstrators defied orders to come out from where they'd barricaded themselves. The escalation came after clashes at Hong Kong's Polytechnic University that featured protesters setting fires and lobbing Molotov cocktails at police, as well as one officer being shot in the leg with an arrow. Police retaliated by firing water cannons and deploying tear gas. Authorities have threatened mass arrests and other measures against the protesters, who are broadly fighting the influence of Beijing over Hong Kong, including freedom of speech and criminal justice laws. In national news, President Trump and his supporters continue to object to speculation about his health after he made a Saturday visit to Walter Reed Medical Center that wasn't on his public schedule. Trump and a spokeswoman later said he was simply undergoing part of his annual physical and would complete the exam, quote, next year. Fox News host Janine Pirro asked White House Press Secretary Stephanie Grisham on Saturday whether concerns about Trump's well-being were founded or not. And there's no truth to the rumors that it was something else because the rumors are flying. Oh, the rumors are always flying. Absolutely not. He is healthy as can be. I put a statement out about that. He's got more energy than anybody in the White House. Uh, that man works from 6 a.m. until, you know, very, very late at night. He's doing just fine. Trump's February physical showed that he was in, quote, very good health, according to White House doctor Sean Conley, who said he expected the president to stay that way through his tenure and beyond. The 73-year-old president has high cholesterol and a common kind of heart disease. He has been previously urged by medical staff to exercise more and to watch his diet. And Americans will watch this week as the U.S. ambassador to the European Union, Gordon Sondland, testifies before the House Intelligence Committee as part of Congress's impeachment inquiry into Trump. Sondland is of interest in the inquiry because of his role in conveying the president's desire to have Ukraine investigate former Vice President Joe Biden and his son, an energy company executive. Democratic lawmakers and diplomatic officials have sounded alarms that over the summer, Trump pressured the new president of Ukraine to launch an investigation or risk a holdup in military aid. Trump and his defenders say there was no quid pro quo related to the U.S. assistance. In an exchange with Democratic Congressman Mike Quigley of Illinois during last week's House hearings, former U.S. Ambassador to Ukraine Marie Yovanovitch said she had asked Sondland what to do about a smear campaign against her. He suggested putting out some positive tweets about Trump, she said. Well, he suggested uh, that I needed to go big or go home, uh, and he said that uh, the best thing to do would be to... um, you know, send out a tweet, praise the president, that sort of thing. And what was your reaction to that advice? Well, my reaction was that um, I'm sure he meant well, but it was not advice that I could really follow. It felt um, it, it felt partisan, it felt political, uh, and um, I, I, I just, that was not something that I thought was in keeping uh, with my role as ambassador and a foreign service officer. In New York, former mayor and potential 2020 candidate Mike Bloomberg apologized to a church audience Sunday for the NYPD, quote, stop and frisk policy that marked his time at City Hall. I got something important really wrong. I didn't understand that back then, the full impact that stops were having on the black and Latino communities. I was totally focused on saving lives, but as we know, good intentions aren't good enough. Now, hindsight is 2020, but as crime continued to come down as we reduced stops, 
And as it continued to come down during the next administration, to its credit, I now see that we could and should have acted sooner and acted faster to cut the stops. I wish we had. I'm sorry that we didn't. But I can't change history. However, today, I want you to know that I realized back then I was wrong. And I'm sorry. Bloomberg, one of the world's richest men, served three terms as mayor of New York. He has already filed paperwork to make himself eligible for early state primaries if he decides to run for the White House. And Governor Andrew Cuomo is sounding off at members of the right-wing extremist group The Proud Boys after they displayed banners attacking him at major city crossings including the Lincoln Tunnel, the Holland Tunnel, and the Manhattan Bridge. The banners equated Cuomo with Fredo, a reference to a character from The Godfather and a name the governor's brother, CNN host Chris Cuomo, has called a slur against Italians. In a statement, the governor said the quote-unquote bigot boys should quote, crawl back into their hole, adding quote, there's no place for hate in our state. Posting of the banners follows a weekend showdown between members of the Proud Boys and anti-fascist activists outside Trump Tower. Two Proud Boys were sentenced to prison in October for assaulting Antifa protesters outside a Manhattan Republican Club in 2018. WBAI is supported entirely by listeners like you. Go to give2wbai.org to support free speech community radio. Give2, that's the number 2, wbai.org. For WBAI New York, I'm Celeste Katz-Marston. Now, back to City Watch with your host, Jeff Simmons.